Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Yeah, Bob, that's a really good point here. I, I think China and Japan, the parallels are unmistakable. They also both need resources to maintain their empires. Ch- Japan wanted to industrialize and China uh certainly wants to do the same thing on our backs. And uh, the scary thing is, is they want to inhabit America. We Fang, uh, the defense minister uh, until about six months ago, said, yeah, we're going to occupy America for its resources, but we're not going to cohabitate, which means genocide. So, Bob, I'll just kind of throw it back to you. Um, you know, where's a lot of from here? Go ahead. Well, you know, the whole thing with, uh, you know, as I mentioned, Dr. Fauci using or NIH using the WeChat uh, Chinese app for, um, you know, texting. It, it just, it, it just goes to show you the level of infiltration of our government. Um, if, if, if doctor, if, well, the NIH is using it, let's put it on a broader spectrum. If the NIH is using it, um, and, you know, we have people like Hillary Clinton using, uh, private email servers, how, you know, we won the battle of Midway, not because we were a superior fighting force. And in some ways we were an inferior uh, fighting force. Um, but we won because we had the, the correct intelligence. We were able to decipher a man named, uh, I think Colonel Rochford, uh, deciphered the, J- the Japanese code and he knew, uh, that we would be, uh, you know, we, we knew where the Jas- Japanese would be and what their target was. Many in Washington DC thought it was the West Coast of America that was where they're going to attack or the Aleutian Islands. Uh, but, uh, you know, Nimitz knew better because he had the, he had the code. And uh, we uh, parked our carriers just a few hundred miles off the coast of Hawaii, uh, northeast, while the Japanese came from northwest. And they thought the carriers were still in Pearl Harbor. So they thought they had two or three days there, which they could bomb and strafe and do everything else to the island of Midway, conquer it, and set up a uh, a place where they would, um, you know, have a Ford operating base. Mm-hmm. And because we had the codes, it went completely different. We sank four of their front Flying carriers, and from that day on, the Pacific War in the Pacific ended uh, was in favor of the Americans, and so we finally conquered them through island hopping, and you know we just outproduced them and uh, outmaneuvered them in every way. The same thing once we ca- captured the Enigma code from the Germans, you know the wolf packs became ineffective because we knew where the wolf packs were going to be, uh, you know up you could say and um, we would just go there and they had developed quite sophisticated anti-submarine technology by that point i think something called the hedgehog and it just shot multiple missiles into the ground these these uh you know independent mines and it just you know shattered the the holes of these um german submarines so the the lesson to be learned here is you know when you have the ability to intercept your neighbor uh, your enemy's um codes and transcripts you know, you have a distinct advantage in whatever conflict comes, either an economic conflict. If you're if you're able to intercept his secret stuff, you're stealing his technology or if you're actually stealing his battle plans, it gives you a distinct advantage in warfare. Well, I, I, I would say that the Chinese are doing both. Um, they have they, they literally I hate to use the word rape, but that's the word that does it. They are raping American industry and American technological secrets. Uh Sometimes it's given. Sometimes they just, uh, you know, use their hundreds of thousands of uh, Chinese citizens here to take pieces at a time, and they put the puzzle together. That's why if you look at uh, the, the modern Chinese weaponry, it all looks like American. Uh, uh, you know, if you look at uh, the uh, China's first uh, aircraft carrier, say, it was a jump jet aircraft carrier. That means it has a swooped top 
where the plane would actually, you know, towards the end of the the deck would, you know, be angled up so it would take off that way. Whereas uh, modern aircraft carriers now have the, that electromagnetic propulsion system that uh, uses electromagnetics to uh, hurl them off the deck. Well, it took us, you know, 20, 30 years to develop that technology effectively. And even after we deployed it, there was still a lot of kinks and bugs in it. Well, the Chinese new aircraft carrier has that system built into it. So because they've been able to steal or intercept our uh, codes, um, who knows? Maybe Hillary Clinton had it on her email, sir. We don't know because that was as secure as nothing at all. Um, they, they've been able to jump forward and, and save trillions, and I mean literally trillions of dollars in research and development. And, and, if, and if they're reading our NIH emails uh, concerning, you know, what we're doing to battle COVID, it's so much easier for them to, to work a, a workaround. You know, if you know you're going to you attack it with plan A, B, and C, they'll use D and F uh, to counter that, and that, that way we're not ready for it. And we just keep losing. Um, I think we're going to see this in Afghanistan. Again, you know, uh, I think the globalists have got what they want out of it, a destroyed country that they can go in and occupy, buy up for dimes on the dollars or pennies on the dollars and, um, you know, occupy that country for now forever. Same thing they're doing in Maui. As we've pointed out, um, they're just, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they were the ones that caused this issue. They, they were the ones that, that didn't prevent the fire. They didn't do the proper maintenance on the, on the equipment. They didn't do the proper response, you know, the sirens, the water, and then, you know, the, the people of Hawaii pay for it, and they pay for it by losing their land. Uh, why don't the officials that caused this lose their property? Why don't they get deported? Why don't they go to prison? It never works that way. Um, same thing, in, you know, like I said, in Ukraine. The American people have spent hundreds of billions of dollars on warfare there, which has uh, destroyed, you know, two-thirds of the population. Uh, I think 14 million Americans have left Ukraine. Uh, for Americans, 14 million Ukrainians have left, and the population is down to I think 18 million people from 40 some million people. And so now that the country has been destroyed, BlackRock goes in there and buys it up with pennies on the dollar, and, and they're buying some of the most fertile, uh, you know, farmland the world knows. Now um, we, we know that BlackRock has that globalist mentality of food is a bad thing. I mean. You know, I think Bill Gates is cutting cutting down trees now. Yeah, he is. Because trees, you know, they uh, produce oxygen and whatever. And it's just, it's insanity. It's a death cult. Well, BlackRock's going to do the same thing. Some of the richest wheat fields in the world, some of the uh, fruit, oils, you know, uh, sunflower oil, all of it, it's it's being absolutely, you know, bought up by Ukraine. And they're going to use that to control people. Food is always used to control people. So, you know... It's, it's hard sometimes, Dave. I think it's hard for people to get their minds around this stuff. Uh, that this is actually being done to them, that they're going to actually use food to coerce you. They're going to actually use energy and water to coerce you. But anybody who's a, even a cursory, uh, um, you know, student of history will know that that those elements have always been used to coerce people into doing what they don't want to do. Um, why did most people take the vaccine? Um, because their job, their their reputation depended on it. It's not because they wanted to take it. You you couldn't go to work. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. You'd lose your job. You got kicked out of the military if you didn't do it. Uh, why are most people going to take the mark of the beast? Because it's not because they want to take it. Uh, I don't want to take that. I know it's going to cost me my soul, but I'm hungry. So I'm going to, um, you know, go ahead. Uh, you know, so I can feed my family and it'll be all kinds of justification for, you know, God, God doesn't want my family to starve to death, does he? I mean, whatever. But this is what we see when, when these people will control the food, the water, the electricity, the energy, the education, the news. When they control all that, which they're rapidly doing, um, they control you. So. Yeah, I think it's, you're, you know, you're just. You're right on the money. The thing that most amazes me, though, Bob, is our sheer ignorance. How people could not understand from time immemorial that dictatorships always use food against their people to control them. Yeah, well, food, public pressure, um, public pressure is a huge thing. We think we grow out of that adolescent need to get along stage, you know, and, and I remember when I was 13, 14 years old, I just wanted to be popular and get along and the thought of doing something that would 
people would look at me going, well, he's not cool anymore, uh, would absolutely drive me crazy. And we think we grow out of it as we get older, but we don't. I mean, yeah. you look at the millions of Americans who, who, who've done things and had to do things because, you know, to keep their job or to be, to be socially accepted. Um, it, it's just staggering when, when you think about it and what they're willing to trade for it. You know, um, what did, uh, I forgot one of the founding fathers say, those who'll trade security and, you know, whatever for, oh, for liberty will get nor deserve neither. Yep. Deserve neither. And, and, yeah. and that's what we see as a country of people who do that. Um, Versus a country, I mean, you, you look at, um, China. Um, I, I was watching them doing this military march on TV the other day or on, t- uh, Tenement Square. And it was basically, they were shouting, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, one people, one more, one, you know, all, all that. And man, those guys look fit. <laughs> they look like they could fight. Um, so, you know, and our army can't even get people in it, uh, today. Um, they can't meet anywhere near their recruitment needs, so that's going to precipitate a a a, um, uh, a draft. And you just look at the draft pool that they're going to have to choose from, and it's going to be pretty pretty sad. Um, I, I don't think America realizes the very precarious nature that we're in. You know, we pride ourselves in our aircraft carriers. You know, in World War II, we prided ourselves, Dave, on those battleships in Hawaii. The, the California, the Arizona, the Nevada. I mean, we prided ourselves in them because that's what won wars, big guns on battleships. Well, in two hours, the, the Japanese sunk them all, you know, uh, and today we pride ourselves in our aircraft carriers, you know, these $13 billion behemoths. Uh, well, you know, hypersonic missiles, cyber warfare, uh, you know, cavita- hydrocavitating torpedoes and go hundreds of miles an hour underground, underwater. You know, are, are we are we going to fight World War Three with World War Two yeah. equipment? Even though it's been highly a lot more sophisticated, you know, these people are doing the workarounds about what what we build our technology on and what we build our warfare on. They're building workarounds. So, no, you're. <laughs> I wish I could find fault with anything you're saying, but we have handed China the keys to our technology. And they have superior numbers. They're, when they equal us in technology, we'll lose our advantages. I mean, like over the horizon radar and so forth. And if we ever let them catch us in space, it's Katie bar the door. And they're catching up rapidly. I mean, they, I know, they, just, I know. they now have a laser that is a continuous burn laser. So it's not like a five or 10 second laser where it uses its energy up. This thing evidently goes on and can stay on. <clears throat> Talk about burning a hole through steel aircraft carrier, whatever, and sinking it, um, you know, if, if it's anywhere near true, uh, we, our, our military becomes more and more obsolete by the day because these people are, are working on a technology that's far beyond ours. They've stolen our, all of our technology. They built the weapons, and now they're leapfrogging past those and how to defeat them. They're learning how to defeat you know, regular missiles. They're learning how to defeat aircraft carriers. They're learning how to defeat the fourth generation planes. They're learning how to defeat stealth. So, you know, we, we have all this high technology, but they're doing the work around and learning how to defeat it. And so, you know, when a, when a plane comes in thinking it has stealth technology on it, but we've defeated it, uh, and it's shot down, all of a sudden it'll send, uh, I'm, I mean, shivers up these general spines because they know that their secret super weapon didn't work. Hitler, Hitler many times bragged about the secret, super secret weapons <laughs> that he had. And, and we, we see how good it did for him. I mean, I mean, he had the V2, V1 rockets and he, he was the first one to develop, uh, jet fighters, but he, he couldn't deploy them in num- numbers enough to do any good. And since the V1 and V2 were basically damn any guidance system in it, it killed more civilians and military targets. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I think if you look at the historic parallels, um, history, you know, it says it doesn't repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. Um, I, I think we see a lot of rhyming going on right now uh, of what World War how World War Two built up to, and what uh, you know how we entered World War Two and how we're going to enter World War Three. Um, and as we mentioned earlier, you know, there were Japanese in the United States, and it was a tragedy what was done to them. But because I, I think most of those Japanese people were good American citizens, 
But um, right now, I-, I wondered what would have happened in, in 1941 if we realized that the southern border, that there were all types of Japanese uh, fighting age men filtering across the border of the United States um, in 1941, not coming. I mean, the Japanese that were here had done it legally or were born here. So, I mean, they were legal citizens, but I'm, I'm just talking about illegal uh, Japanese people filtering uh, men, fighting age men, filtering across the border by the thousands. What would have been our government's response to it? Well, first of all, they didn't ever let it do it. But second of all, if it had happened, they'd have realized that, you know, these people were saboteurs and that's what they were coming here for. Well, we, you know, thousands and thousands of these people crossing the border every year. The Chinese are crossing the border every year, uh, military age fighting men. Um, not bringing families with them, not doing that. So you have to, it begs the question, you know, what, what are they here for? What have they been trained to do? I personally think sabotage. They've been trained to attack our infrastructure, um, poison, uh, water supplies, poison food. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time supplies uh interrupt trucking you know um interrupt highways rail electricity communication i, I think that's what they're coming here for and, and so I, I really think america is in a in a huge peril right now plus i mean you know i love i love karma you know um you look at the mayor of new york the immigrants are ruining our city. Hey, buddy, this is, you were a sanctuary city, remember? Um, you, you wanted this and now they're ruining a city, but we've been flooded with so many people who can't do anything, uh, and that are actually hostile to the United States. I, I think we're in very, very deep trouble. Um, and I mean, what I, I personally, even though we see it, this, it's been this incremental gradualism of moving, moving more and more towards collapse of our country. It, it's picking up speed now, and there comes a time when it, when the when the weight does tip in the other direction, and that 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 shift of, of power will happen very quickly, and you know the the Chinese that are here or the Russians that are here or, or the Iranians whoever it is will move against us, and they're, they're, one of their jobs will be to assassinate any Amer- any American they see, um, 
and, and only keep that which they think will be useful uh, for their purposes. If you if you can serve the the Axis powers, they'll let you stay alive for however long they need you. It's based but on eventually, the, you know, it's you'll based be put the, to death too. Yeah, it's based. It's it based on the, about it. That, this is history. You know, Bob, I want to point out this is history. the history of two documents to you: the end result history, the Deagle Report, which is the product of Stratford and other agencies, and I know the CIA was part of it. The bad part of the CIA, not the good part. Um, and they say by the year twenty twenty five, we'll have sixty five million people in America. Down from the 313 they projected when they first made this prediction in 2013. Then you've got, um, America2050.org, which was, it's very much smart city oriented. It's very much agenda 21 originally oriented. Um, and they wanted 11, it was from Obama's advisor, um, uh, chief urban advisor. And he said by the year 2030, we will have 11 megalopolises with 6 million people each. And he had a map of them. So it used to be on America2050.org. Now they've replaced that map with new stuff and new technology, but it's all smart city oriented. But Bob, when you do the math, 11 regions times six is 66 million. The Deagle report, 65 million. One guy yeah. was Obama's chief urban advisor okay big into agenda 21 at the time now agenda 2030 and then you have the deagle report a military projection it's the same numbers bob they're they're calling for a 90 percent reduction in the population of the united states and they're achieving it alex jones for the longest time called it the soft kill um you look at the, the cancer rates the death rates the obesity rates all the all these different things that are causing death now um, are, are skyrocketing. So Americans are, our lives are not getting longer. They're actually getting shorter. And yeah, we've lost know. three years off our lifespan since the advent of the COVID lockdown. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, everything is moving us in the opposite direction. So they, if it's a soft or hard kill, they're moving in that direction. And, you know, when they move to the smart cities, you know, who knows what powers are going to grant themselves? Can only people in smart cities vote? Uh, can only in people in smart cities buy food or have energy. Uh, they're, they're going to make it restricting, uh, restrictions on it so that if you're not in a smart city, you'll want to be in a smart city. And if you're not in a smart city, you won't be able to survive outside a smart city. Um, this, this is how nefarious their plans are. And unless people sit in there, it'd be, I know there's some head shakers right now going, Oh my gosh, that'll never happen. Um, I just, just, just look at what has happened. You know, David, it drives me nuts when, when when I hear people call me up and say, you know, when it hits the fan, you know, I'm going to do this and this and this. I say, buddy, you know, hey, they're in school cutting your child's penis off. What more fan do you need to be hit? You know, they're 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 teaching communism in 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 school. What more fan do you need to be hit? Uh, you know, we're in endless wars that that money is being absolute. And right in front of your face being laundered and corruption money paid out. We see absolute lawlessness. Uh, you know, people, as we mentioned, you know, the 51 intelligence agencies, agents, no, no crime. Hillary Clinton, no crime. Barack Obama, no crime. Um, pe- pencil neck shift, no crime. Um, all, all these people have committed open felonies for you to see. And, and of course, the Bidens, nothing happens. You know, when it hits the fan, my gosh, it's hitting the fan. It's just going to get worse. And so, you know, it's up to you to decide what you're going to do about it. Because, you know, you look at the people of Maui. That's going to be you one day. You might not want to face it, but it's going to be you one day. And what are you going to do? Unless we, the people, finally do stand up and grow a set and say, no more. We're not going to do this. We'll get, you're not going to take those, that land away from those people in Maui. You're not going to do it. We're going to vote you out of office. We're going to, we're going to make holy hell cry you know i mean I'm what, what do you do bob what do you do when you can't vote them out because they control the elections well you have to you have to do what they did i mean in in poland they just amassed had massive massive demonstrations they were peaceful largely peaceful and massive demonstrations and say no more you know uh the beginnings of that were hungary and czechoslovakia where they had uh, people in, in both those countries in the 50s just said 
couple more. Now they were put down, but it was, it just, it built and built and built and built until finally, you know, the Soviet Union had so extended itself, so spent so much money that it internally collapsed from corruption. Well, our government is collapsing from corruption right now. And so I don't know how much more they can take upon themselves. How much more can you, can they take? I mean, it's just like a, a, a circuit breaker. You put, you know, I plug one hair dryer in, plug another hair dryer in, plug another hair dryer in, and sooner or later that circuit breaker can't take anymore and it pops. Well, uh, we're, we're at the place in this country right now where the, the, the demand on the resources of the United States of America are far exceeding the capabilities of producing them. We have to, we have to bring in so much stuff from out of, out of the country. We just have to haul it in and haul it in and haul it in and then spend money we don't have to pay for it. Well, that can only go so long, so long before the circuit breaker pops. Um, and, and I think we're at the popping level now. And so they're going to do, try to do preemptive, uh, events to prevent it from being, uh, violent in their direction. They'll want to keep the violence coming in our direction. And that's, that's what happens. So what do you do? You, you just say like Rosa Parks or Martin Luther King or any other, these, these uh, people who uh, resist a tyranny, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I- I'm just not going to do it. Uh, Rosa Parks wasn't violent. She just refused to go to the back of the bus. Martin Luther King wasn't violent. He just refused to, you know, to, to comply with, um, with, you know, okay, I'll go, I'll, I'll be a good old, I'll be a good boy. Yes, yes, Amasa. No, he, he didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. He wasn't going to do that anymore. And that's what we have to do. We're not doing it anymore. I mean, this thing, with, this thing with Liberty Safe, you know. Go ahead, tell that tell that story because most people won't know it. Yeah, I know. Well, you know. Liberty Safe the other day uh, they had a warrant. Um, they wanted to get into somebody's safe. The FBI, yeah, yeah, FBI wanted to get in some, and so they they presented Liberty Safe with a warrant. Liberty Safe just rolled over and gave them the uh, the key code, which really kind of bugs me to begin with that they have a universal unlock code. Uh, to get into anybody's safe. Oh gosh. I think uh, that could be a problem, but I'll never buy Liberty safe now that I know that. Yeah. And, 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 and the fact is they should have said, you want to get into the safe? I'll tell you what, FBI, let's make a commercial. Uh, we'll get a video you trying to get into our safe and see how long it takes you. You, you have to drill this baby out. They made a great commercial. FBI trying to get into Liberty Safe two hours, whatever it took. That, that's, that would have been a great commercial instead of just rolling over on their back and giving them everything they wanted. Um, yeah, yeah. And I would have said, where, where's your warrant? And you know what they would have said? Yeah. Uh, here's our guns pointed at your kid's head with the door we just kicked in. Yeah. Well, I mean, there comes a time when you have to realize that the people you think were the good guys aren't the good guys anymore. Oh, they're not the good guys. No. Well, I, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, we were raised in a generation where they were the good guys, and now we have to reevaluate that. And so just because some law enforcement agent comes to you and says, you know, you got to do ABC for us. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to fight you. I'm just not going to do, <laughs> excuse me, Dave. I'm just not going to do it anymore. I'm just not going to um, do it anymore. I've talked to a number of refugees, but I'll tell two stories in particular. And they were both about uh, nine months apart. One lady escaped from China to come here. Um, interesting. She went China to North Korea to South Korea. It's an interesting story. But she won't tell it on the media. She'll talk to me privately, but she won't go media anywhere. I think she's afraid of being tracked down. In fact, I know that. Yes. Um, okay. Now, the other lady came out of Iraq, and she's a business owner. And uh, they both said the same thing to me nine months apart, and I'll paraphrase. It's distressing for me to see the United States becoming like the country that I escaped from. Yes. We are becoming the CCP. Well, we, we are. I mean, you know, we be, we brought in Nazis after World War II, and we, we've had that Nazi uh, doctrine thoroughly um, infiltrate our country. Uh, and Dave, this is why, this is why we do what we do. We tell people to get right with God because our lives are momentary. I mean, it's like a flower of the field. The Bible says it could be here today and gone tomorrow. Um, but then also, you know, you know, I know the mechanisms and tools by which they use to coerce people. And it only makes sense that you would, you would circumvent that just like they do workarounds. 
You know, if you have a security system that's X, Y, Z, they know how to do the workaround on it. They're going to do the workaround. So that becomes an ineffective piece of equipment. If they're going to use food, water, and whatever against me, I'm going to have a workaround. I'm going to have it so I can circumvent them. Just it's like siege warfare. You know, I mean, these, these, uh, when they used to have the big castle walls around everything, if that city had a lot of food and a lot of water and everything, they could hold out for a long, long time. But if they didn't, then, you know, they would quickly overcome. So today we need to have that mentality that we need to store the, the very things that they're trying to take away from us and restrict from us uh, through economic purchase power or just, you know, by destroying it. I mean, we watched the food supply with building up and factory building being burnt down, fertilizer being destroyed. You know, uh, cows being slaughtered, chickens being slaughtered. You know, Bob, I want to go back to something you said, because I don't want to get away from this without making the point. Mike Huckabee was recently on TBN, the show he has, um, Trinity Broadcast Network. And Mike Huckabee said, we can't trust the elections. And right now we're looking at the main political heavyweight in America facing jail for the rest of his life on trumped up politicized charges and he said in third world countries uh dictators use their justice system to negate their political opponents and he listed all the ways they do it and this is one of the ways through the judicial uh judicial system uh they're trying to get him legally um he said basically this qualifies us as being a third world country he said if this happens the next election won't be decided at the ballot box it'll be decided by bullets you want to comment on that? This is Mike Huckabee, former governor and presidential candidate uh, from Arkansas. Well, yeah, yeah. See, you know, when you operate a country by the rule of law, the Bible makes it very clear. You have peace. When righteousness rules a nation, you have peace. When lawlessness rules a nation, you have violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the only way you can enforce any of these um you know, globalist harebrained ideas of welfare state, um, forced integration. I mean, all that is through violence. That's the only way they can do it. They have to threaten you. So the only way they're going to be able to do this complete kangaroo court election is through violence. Yes, violent lawlessness inevitably brings violence. You're not going to stop it. That doesn't mean I agree with it. That doesn't mean I want to see it, but you're going to see it, and it's going to be violent. We have exported violence around the world. I mean, you know, you look at the wars we've been in, a million non-combatant Iraqis dead, 40,000 Libyans, non-combatants dead. Uh, we don't know how many in Vietnam, but non-combatants dead. And, and so we have exported this violence around the world, We've exported perversion around the world. So, it, you know, God is just. It's going to come back on us. And, you know, you can wait until that violence shows up at your door or you can prepare for it. Um, you know, this world is not mine. I mean, I, I belong to a different kingdom. So, you know, whatever I have to give up, I have to give up. My wife and I were talking about this the other day. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. You know, we're going to preserve love because they're going to try everything they can do to take everything away from us they can. And sooner or later, somebody's going to say no. And when that happens, it's Katie Barr, the door time. You're going to have a conflict in this country. I think it's going to make civil war look tame because in the civil war you had two sides you could have dozens of sides in this civil conflict coming up it's called the great reset bob what you're talking about taking stuff away from us taking our property taking our bank accounts you know through cbdc because effectively that's you know you know what cbdc is 
It says you're a seven-year-old child and we're giving you an allowance, but we control how you spend it. That's what CVDC exactly. is. And, but, but also too, they're going to punish you for bad behavior. And, and, um, th- this is a total dictatorship and the people don't even know it's coming. And do you know the first step of C, uh, let me tell you two stories real quick. Number one, the first step of CBDC has been completed. The Fed now. Quick payments, no three to five day waiting period. It's a nice thing. It's the way they make it look good before they really cast their poison on you. The second thing is BMO Bank out of California has bought a bank in northern Colorado and they sent out a notice to their uh, customers. And I know because I have a good friend whose family's in the bank they took over and they got a notice saying that after Labor Day, we're going totally digital. CBDC. This is already in America, in Northern Colorado. Bob, it's the, the Great Reset, CBDC, the smart city stuff, it's incredible. And one more quick story, and I'll throw it back to you for your reaction. From the very beginning of the Maui crisis, I, I had played this document where the governor, and I call him Governor Gang Green, because one, he's a gangster, and, and number two, he's part of the New World Order gang. So I call, I call him Governor Gang Green. It's not a childish prank. It's who he is. And now he, he, uh, was at a UN meeting one month before the burnout in Lahaina. And for those people who were burned out and he was espousing the virtues of, uh, the Hawaiian islands becoming basically part of the smart grid, uh, 15 minute cities. And in the background, and I played the video on my YouTube channel, and on the background it says, um, Agenda 2030, United Nations. There's no question where he was at and what he was saying. And then they have the nerve afterwards saying, oh, we're not doing anything with developers. We're not doing that at all. We we completely respect the property rights of these people. No developers will be allowed in there, and yet, Tulsi Gabbard, and I'd say she's probably got some pretty good sources. She goes on Joe Rogan and contradicts him, and I have too. I I produced on YouTube, I produced documents that show they're turning Maui into a smart island. I showed the proposals, you know, the walkways, the belt, the bike paths, the elimination of cars. I mean, that's all smart uh, grid stuff. And Tulsi Gabbard said the same thing on Joe Rogan. And yet they're still denying it. And then Tulsi Gabbard said the next best thing. One thing I've already heard to be true from the locals. And no one wants to believe me, Bob. They are already stealing these people's properties and giving them to developers. It's happening already. Well, I mean, these people have mortgage payments. They've lost their job. The business is gone. So they don't have any income coming in. The bank forecloses on their property. I know. I know, Bob. I know. And And it wasn't their fault. This is not, this is really a truly a case where it wasn't their fault. The very people that are buying up their properties are the very people that caused the problem. Now, I know, but this is coming for all of us. This is coming for all of us, Bob. Call me suspicious, but I'm suspicious. No, listen, Eric West had brief communication with him. Eric West, the Hawaiian realtor guy, everyone's been on his website. He showed these cars that were incinerated, the metal was burnt, 2,500 degrees for the metal to do that, okay? And the fires burned at less than 1,500 degrees. And then around the cars uh, where they were just destroyed on the side of the highway in different locations, um, he showed these uh, pit marks. These were laser shots, in my humble opinion, that missed the car. But then the car was struck, and and it veered off the road, onto the side. And I've seen three instances of this, Bob, three instances uh, where vegetation surrounding is completely intact on both sides of the vehicle. Uh, the fire did not follow a progression. And yet you have these burned out cars. They were targeted from the air. I don't know how far up, but Bob, when you look at those videos, there's no, in fact, actually there was a, um, there was, there was two vehicles they found off the road, and it was bordered into a cul-de-sac. The burn went to the cul-de-sac and completely followed the path of the cement in the cul-de-sac. Uh, no fire ever does that. And then on the back end of the fire, it stopped short of the property line where they had high-value homes. Bob, I've seen this with my own eyes. I, I, I've showed it on my YouTube channel. You do yeah. not. 
These people, Bob, I'm telling you, I don't know if I could prove it in the court of law, but they were targeted. Well, I mean, you know, it begs the question, at least, how how come these homes didn't uh, burn? How come these plants didn't burn? You know, I I saw something similar going through a video. It was a large, multi-thousand-dollar green propane cylinder tank. And the cars on either side were toast, melted metal, and the paint on the propane cylinder wasn't even burnt. Yeah, I hear you. I, I I hear exactly what you are saying. Um, Bob, we've got about three minutes left. And I think what we've accomplished here is we have talked about we've had complete betrayal of our government that's controlled by China through various means. And um, now we're seeing an, an outgrowth of the dictatorship that's like the CCP. This, I mean, our government's become the CCP, and they, they'll they'll be fine. I mean, they'll send $4 billion more with money they found in the Pentagon last week. Oh, gee, look what we found here, $4 billion. We didn't know we had it. And they send it off to Ukraine. Tulsi Gabbard said it would take $5 billion to rebuild Lahaina, and they're getting $700 per family. If you need to see any more proof that we're being targeted by our own government that is not serving our interests and is working against us, and they're working for the World Economic Forum, the United Nations. I don't know what else we can see. So, Bob, we got two and a half minutes left now. Uh, and by the way, I want to mention this too. Bob, the very best in survival stuff. Go to readymaderesources.com. Tell the people briefly what they can be doing to prepare for how to deal with a government that's turned on them. Well, and again, this is a dire time. And you have to, if you don't have that understanding, you're living in dire times and you really need to reevaluate, but <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, we're, we're big on radio communication right now, right over here. I, I have a HF radio that I can, um, uh, listen and talk to people in Maui and I can get information directly from there versus listening to whatever somebody, what, what did Steve Quayle call them? Regurgitants. Um, you know, just regurgitating something they've heard. I get actually hear people that are there talk. Um, also, you know, and, and with uh, the night vision thing, we have a really decent special right now. Yeah. Uh, we, we try to, we try to get the very best at night vision for people. And we have a kit we put together. Um, I, I, I'll tell you my personal belief. And I, and I say this with every ounce of my being fiber, my being honest. That if you don't have night vision, you come against the person that does, and you're going to lose every part. I, I, I agree. So communications, night vision, and, of course, the obligatory food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. You'd agree with that, too, right? Absolutely. And Absolutely. I would add, and, I'd add and, one and more medicine. thing in closing, and I know you believe this, too. We don't stand a chance unless we bring on the biggest weapon, and that's the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. It's our faith. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And we love not our lives unto death. That that's, that's, that's the real key. As I, as I've told people many times, it was the sword of Barabbas, Barabbas being the vagabond or the brigand that uh, was let go instead of Jesus. It wasn't his sword and those like him that conquered Rome. It was the 12 disciples preaching the message of Jesus Christ, salvation from God, forgiveness yeah. from God, peace, peace and brotherhood among men. That's what overcame the Roman Empire. They couldn't beat yeah. that. They could beat the Bob, sword. We're just about out of time, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just want to say one quick thing and then go back to where people can contact you. The modern-day Barabbas is Hunter Biden, and we are uh, basically what Jesus did for us. We're the sacrificial lamb right now. The only way we survive this is uh, through Jesus. Bob, give out your phone number and how to contact you. Um, they can contact me on the web at readymaderesources.com. I'll be glad to talk to anybody. Uh, uh, you know, you can, we have a chat feature on, online. You can talk to me about a product or whatever, or call me at 800-627-3809. I'll be glad to talk with you. 800-627-3809. Bob, it's our honor to always have you on and you're appreciated more than I think you'll ever know. Well, thank you, brother. Thank you. Okay. Talk to you soon, Bob. Thank no you. less Bye-bye. important. I believe the Democrats are preparing to dump Biden, and the easiest course of action is medical. I don't think they're going to embarrass him. Um, we'll get into all that, what their options are. But clearly, the signs are there that he's going to be gone. 
And I have to talk about a book that's coming out to make the case. Anyway, you know who I am. I'm Dave Hodges. You know what we do here. We're Freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we have a great sponsor here. Got leathery skin or more leathery and wrinkled you'd like? This is a way to push back the hands of time because you're getting that because you lack collagen. And by the time you're in middle age, you've lost over half your collagen, which is also why your muscles ache and your joints don't work as well as they once did. Collagen can put all that back, restore your youthful look, make you more active. That'll help you with regard to being active in terms of losing weight. This is part of our train prep and pray. This is part of the preparation. This is a great product. It's one of our most popular. It's collagen, collagen replacement. The problem is, is this is the only place you can get this proprietary product. Five types of collagen blended into four, crosses the blood vein barrier. And what does it do? Replaces last collagen. It's your own Ponce de Leon fountain of youth. Right now it's 53% off and they guarantee the results. 60 day money back guarantee and a lot of other benefits you can see when you go to healthwithdave.com. That's healthwithdave.com. Uh, I'm going to read to you an excerpt from the book description I'm going to talk about here because I believe the Democrats are getting ready to dump Joe Biden. They can't win. Uh, I don't think they can even manipulate things enough to win, use the media to win, whatever it is they wanted to do to win an election. I don't think it's in the realm of possibility now. They say Biden's approval rating is 30, but it hasn't changed. And with Maui, it can't be in double digits. I mean, that's honestly how I see it. But let me read to you here an excerpt, and then I'm going to talk to you about what it is that's here. The New York Times bestselling author of the must-read um, has written a book. His name's Alex Marlowe, and he's the editor-in-chief at Breitbart. He's also a New York Times bestselling author. Uh, this guy's a good journalist. He's really good, and he doesn't print stuff without being able to validate. And I have a feeling he's been allowed to go behind the scenes where they won't let Congress go behind the scenes. So let me just read to you this description, and then we'll get into what else we know. Over his 50-year career in in Washington, Joe Biden, this is an excerpt preceding the release of this book, and they're doing a pre-order sale. Joe Biden, by the way, I want to say this too, I am not making any money for promoting this book. None at all. They don't even know who I am. Wait, someone in Breitbart might have heard of me, but this author has, and I've never spoken. I don't have a deal. I'm not getting any commission. So I just want to make sure you know, this is being presented as a news item and contributory to what I think is coming. Okay, so he has been known for his wild, dishonesty, embarrassing policy failings, absolute lack of accountability, culminating in predictably unpopular presidency, And what has not been revealed is the vast web of consultants, bureaucrats, corporate titans, foreign interests, and various extended family members, not just Hunter, who have achieved unfathomable wealth and power while keeping Biden in charge. He serves the donors, and that's all he does serve. Alex Marlowe reports the findings in a shocking in-depth investigation into the individuals and entities behind the devastating decisions that have empowered the global elite at the expense of the American public. Uh, Now, let me tell you, they give you a few teasers here. Exposed, the secret cadre of consultants running Joe Biden's Washington. Well, it's a totally fascist administration. A lot of them are the corporates. And a lot of them are in, shall we say, the green technology area that Biden's throwing so much money at. Explain how Joe Biden sold American intellectual property to communist China, uncovered the unreported and inaudacious reason for the underwhelming, underqualified, and unpopular Kamala Harris was chosen to be vice president. No kidding. Do you know in that Democratic primary, she, she raised the most money but had the least support? And she looked like a babbling idiot. And now we, I mean, she's called vice president word salad for a reason. So this is right on the money revealed all the ways Biden's bag of cash has come in the family name. Okay. So now I'm going to go to, um, to, 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 to if I can find this here, I'm going to go here and I'm going to pull out a few things that Breitbart's all over this because editor in chief, of course. Okay. Um, 
This book draws upon the work of Mark Levin, Tucker Carlson, and Sean Hannity, among others, and they reveal the hidden forces and secret money machine behind Joe Biden, his family, and his administration. The release date is going to be October 3rd. Okay, now I could go through and I could read a whole lot more here because it's pretty damning. But let me just say this. This is really, 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 really interesting. Do you know who's publishing this book? If I published a book like this, I'd have to probably self-publish or go to a Patriot publisher that would have limited distribution. No, they went to one of the biggest. This is absolutely incredible what's going on here, folks. Absolutely amazing. Um, Let me go here and see if I can pull this up. They don't list it here. I happen to know what it is. I was hoping I could read directly from this. And unfortunately, they don't list this. But I know who the publisher is. I'm going to give this man credit. It seems like he has pulled out information that um, Comer and the House Oversight Committee is um, being stonewalled on. The publisher is Simon Schuster. Do you think a major publishing house would take a chance on a book like this and risk this corrupt DOJ that kicks in the doors and puts guns to the heads of school board protesters like Sharona Bishop in Colorado? Do you think that they would take that opportunity and that chance? Not unless they knew that major change was coming. And this is a push you over the top. Now, I'm not suggesting that the author here, Alex Marlowe, has anything to do with this. Of course, I don't think he does at all. But I think some things were probably leaked to him, like what's been linked to Tucker Carlson and other people, that Biden's days are numbered. I, I think the nail was in the coffin when we saw this. Mr. President, Mr. President, says the Bloomberg reporter, do you have any comments whatsoever on the rising death toll on Maui? And you look at his body language. No, no comment. He didn't know. Of course, this man spent 40% of his presidency on vacation eating ice cream cones on the beach. He didn't know. He wasn't even involved in the disaster preparation that should have been underway by that time. That's really clear to me. When you see that body language, he ain't running the show. And he's so exposed right now that they can't run a deep state candidate. They can't run Kamala Harris. Can you see that president word salad? I I solemnly swear to tell you everything you want to hear. So help me, Satan. I mean, come on. Really? Okay, so not going to be her. We don't know who it's going to be. And I think it's a mystery. I'll tell you who it's not going to be. It's certainly not going to be RFK Jr. Mm-mm. My boy is no friend of the big Democratic donors. So not going to be him. But I don't know who it's going to be, but I'll say this. If change was not in the wind, no major mainstream publisher would touch this book. Can I get an amen on that? Is that true? I think it's unquestionably true. And I think this is going to be a marvelous piece of journalism. This will be a lot like the Washington Post and Watergate. I think this is how this will be couched. Although I think the Washington Post coverage of the Watergate scandal was an inside job. I don't see any evidence that's true here. But I think there are people that just say, we can't win with Biden, and we need the gravy train for the Democratic donors to continue. And boy, if he's not president and he gets voted out, which seems to be almost likely, boy, oh boy, oh boy, this is a big mess. So here you have a prime publisher stepping up and publishing a book that will wreck Biden's chances of re-election. So let's talk about what their options are. Clearly, what we see with the, he reminds me of the song Joe Biden does. Um, I go to parties until quarter to four. It's hard to leave when you can't find the door. 
more, I go to press conferences. It's quarter to four. I look like an idiot because I can't find the door. He's got cognitive issues, probably Alzheimer's, and this is not anything new. He's an embarrassment. He can't run the country. He doesn't even show up for work. Would you keep your job if he showed up 40% of the time? You know, I understand that we have remote workers, virtual workers. Can you have a remote president? No. No one's going to buy that. So it's time to make a change while the change is getting good. They they have tried. Look, give the Democrats credit. He's not going to campaign. Should it be a requirement that you campaign and debate? He's not going to debate. He's done. I don't know what they're coming with. Now, they could do 25th Amendment, but that would be a forcing him out. That'd be a hit for the Democratic Party. It could be where they convince him, hey, Joe, Joe, you just ain't going to make it. It's not going to happen. All these donors are dropping off. You're not going to win. You're going to be embarrassed. Let's preserve your legacy, Joe. After all, you've proven you're a better president than Donald Trump. That's what they'll tell him. You've proven your economy was right. You're part of the effort to save the planet, Joe. You're admirable. People will will write songs about you for decades. The great Joe Biden. Instead of Joe Biden off more than he can chew. So, ladies and gentlemen, look at this objectively. They're going to talk him into or threaten him into quitting. Of course, his decline is being so rapid. If he catches COVID, I worry about his outcome. So, look at this, ladies and gentlemen. I predict he'll be out of office well in advance of the Democratic primary. Someone new has to step forward. Now, I think... In a short-term candidate, can't be Hillary, too tarnished. But it could be Michelle Obama. And I've never entertained that as a candidate deluxe, but she would be a good 911. We got an emergency, good name recognition. Her reputation is not tainted with scandal. Um, that's probably a pretty good choice. And that would be my number one guess. Gavin Newsom. When they reveal that California is $50 billion in debt, they, no, no, been there, done that, don't need to repeat it again with this clown. Not going to be RFK. So what's it going to be? I think I just told you. I'm not willing to say I'm sure that Michelle Obama will be the president, but I'll tell you this. I can't think of anybody else. Can you? Unless, of course, Mitch McConnell has a remarkable recovery because he truly is a Democrat, a rhino. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, tell me what you think. I know this is provocative, but come on, let's look at this. A tell-all mainstream publisher, major publication he's in charge of with Breitbart. This isn't lightweight stuff, and it's coming out October 3rd which just coincidentally is one day before the national defense drill. Anyway, a lot to think about there. Hey, don't forget to come back at 9, 10 Eastern, 6, 10 Pacific, because we're going to be talking about the national ID, who's pushing it, and oh my, 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 my. Everything I've been telling you, well, let's put it this way. I won't brag now. I'll just put it together. Okay, I don't want to self-glorify at all, but I'm just saying, I have been saying these things are coming, and what was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. We'll see you at 10 after 6 Pacific, 10 after 9 Eastern. Um, and listen, I'll say this. Pray for Joe Biden's health. Seriously. Um, if we're going to remain on the high moral side, we've got to show high moral values. And we have to show empathy for people who are our enemies. And make no mistake about it, the Biden administration is the enemy of virtually every American except for the donor class. So say a prayer for his health. Say a prayer for him in civilian life because he'll be there before long.
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.